love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. F-I-T with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. F-I-T with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Fits Happens Live from our radio hub for Tuesday, September 24, 2019. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. It's my anniversary with my wife and I today. This is the day that my wife and I were married underneath the Lord and the skies. We were married under the blue skies of Texas on this day. Happy How many years ago? Thank you so much. We don't keep count of the, the years I mean, anymore. I don't even know what it is. Did you get each other gifts? Uh, we give each other experiences. Oh, We got done with the, the the gift thing a long time ago. Mm-hmm. We, You know, gifts are pointless and meaningless and sometimes really, really expensive. Yeah. And uh, so we, we'd rather spend time together and have the experience. So to answer your question, Claire, hopefully we get to go eat. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hopefully I get oh, some chicken boy. tenders or something tonight. You get know? a babysitter kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. Probably yeah. going to call Brooke. Good. Brooke the babysitter. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's introduce everybody. There's Drew. When it's Tuesday, you're here. That's like the restaurant slogan. Okay. When you're here, you're Speak family. up a little, just a little bit. When it's Tuesday, you're here. Oh, yeah. What is that supposed to mean, <laughs> Drew? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to encompass the feeling of a Tuesday. Because Tuesday's a tough day. Well, that's not going to do it, Drew. All right. Well, uh, happy Tuesday. Well, let's see how, how Claire that? does. Hey, Claire, give us something. Oh, yeah. Hey. Yeah. Uh, yesterday was Monday Night Football. Therefore, today's Tuesday. How'd that work out? Yeah, I like that one. To make people feel like it's a Tuesday? Yes. I'm embracing How about you just say, hey, Tuesday. Tuesday is the suckiest day of the week. Welcome to it. <laughs> well, one of only in- two days without football. Didn't yeah. want to insult Tuesday, but now that you mention it. All right, Ryder the Youngin, what's going on with you? Well, I call this day second Monday because it just kind of feels like we're still getting out of the weekend. Yes. But thankfully, with this show, it feels like it's a Friday. <laughs> there you go. Well, he's a man who sounds like he's about to fail at anniversary. Our host, The Fist. Well, that really hurts my heart. Ouch. What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> well, I think there's probably a lot of ladies out there thinking like, really? She says she doesn't want to give. Yeah, that's 100% true. Kind of probably oh, it's not give. with us. Or we'd so, love oh, to be surprised. But I, it's not true with us. The number of men that I've met that are like, oh, my wife doesn't want gifts. It's a trap, boys. And then you go talk to her and yeah. she's like, oh, God. Everybody she, says that, but it's not with us because she doesn't get me anything either. I know, but in 10 years, it's going to be like, and you haven't gotten me an anniversary gift for 10 years. Oh my gosh, building a case. But whenever, whenever, whenever she doesn't get you anything either, then it's very obvious nobody cares about giving each other a gift. We we don't don't care about gifts. We don't, we don't. Oh, you are you crazy? Of course we do. (laughs) But if she's not going to get one, I'm not going to get one. Then it makes everything. You don't have to worry about it because it's just it's you know. Did she get upset? Gifts are stupid. Did she get upset the last time you bought her a gift when she's like, I told you no gifts. Um. Nice. Yeah, she kind of does that occasionally. There you go, and that, that that's enough. We are really you that know, shows you. And what do you mean, ladies are going to feel weird? If anything, ladies are going to wonder why you've been with your woman for twelve years and ain't put a ring on. Oh! Don't you? Don't you? Don't you, you mean, jump you, into my? By feeling weird, you mean being envious? What do you mean? Because people are like, wow, they're so cool and laid back about it. <laughs> they don't. They don't let other people get in their heads and, and tell them that it's a problem. Do you get gifts on your anniversary, Drew? We don't even have an anniversary. We're not married. Wow. 
You know what? He may be onto something. <laughs> uh, <wow>. Anyway, <laughs> call me now and tell me what a crappy husband I am, too. All right, and with that, here comes Tuesday. Let's go. The legendary Fitz happens live. And now, and here's now, my now. daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. I begin now with a story out of Area 51. We want to see dim aliens. The big storm Area 51 event that was supposed to go down on Friday. Well, it kind of did happen. But apparently after 2 million people RSVP'd on Facebook, only a handful of them showed up. Yeah. Sounds like every party. Right of the young, and I'm very disappointed in you for not showing up. I didn't have that kind of money. I'm so disappointed in you. That would have been like a three-day road trip, maybe? I know, but you weren't. If, if you were serious about it, you'd say, Fitz, I'm serious. we got to get this thing you know, paid for. And I'd say, okay, right of the young, and we're going to find a way. How dare you? The next alien raid, I'll be much more on top of that. I don't we, know if this is not We could have gotten his drive sponsored by like a diaper cream yeah, company or something. something. <laughs> you never know when this alien storm, you know, the complex is going to happen again. What if they storm us next? Well, you never know, Claire. You, you know, no. Stephen Hawking believes that if we continue to try to reach out and contact him, uh-huh. that he believes that that's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Ooh. That is why exactly later on in the show, uh-huh. we are writing an open letter to the aliens. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. It's going to be it. an on-air open letter to the aliens because why we are on radio transmissions and, and unbelievable uh-huh. digital transmissions. Yeah. It's going right to them. And... Going right to them in about 10,000 years. <laughs> 10,000 light years. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Claire, don't ruin the bit. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm so with you. Funny. <laughs> they drive faster than we do. So even if it takes 10,000 years oh, to get their message, they'll be here So tomorrow. it doesn't go right to them? Well, they, they, Unless, might, have, they might have better uh, tuners in their cars than we do. Yeah. Unless yeah. they've already been here. Yeah. Well, and they would have picked up that transmission a lot faster. I'm just saying, that it's really starting to explain a lot of the. The pyramids and the crazy uh, little oh, yeah. crazy, Easter Island. Crazy, crazy signs and the crops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The crop circles. Do you guys ever fly in planes and just look down? Who do yeah. you think does that? Farmers. Crops. Farmers. You're talking about the big circles out in the fields? Yeah, that's, right. that's, that's okay. actually an implement. It's it's a big uh, fertilizer watering. You think those implement. things just randomly show up? <laughs> well, no, a farmer built them. We're paid to have them built on his land. I don't know if I believe the farmers do it. I think that's an out. Yeah. Something's up. Our farmers are smart, but that's a lot of work, man. Well, exactly. W- one estimate, <laughs> one estimate has put it. Uh, they estimate around a hundred people showed up to Area Fifty One. <laughs> I was tweeting some pictures of the event. Uh, yeah. a, a few of the Area Fifty One photos in the stage. They had this like little trailer. Hundred people out of two million. I saw a rock band. There was a rock band there at Alien Stock. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, apparently, on Saturday, some YouTuber wielding a plunger-like sword pretended to charge the gates with his friends, but I, I think this is the audio I have of the event. I never said they would make it, and we did make it. So let's all know to run in there. Remember, they can't catch us all. They can't catch us all! Wow. The only thing missing in the background was like Monster Energy cans opening. There was like not one girl at that whole thing. I really just wish I was there though, don't you? Yes. Yes. Gosh, can you imagine to be part of the 
100. Those 100. Yes. The, the, the 100. The 100. Will go down, <laughs> will go down in history. Yeah, there was a guy in a NASA they suit showed there, up. too. So, I mean, he was, he's the one that said, you know, we don't think we're actually going to be able to storm it, but uh, this is going to be a memorable day for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. It was more successful than the fire Festival. You're absolutely You're right about that. Wrong, the yeah. alien one. It's like that. Uh, this is Sparta, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, that was 300. Uh, yes. They didn't even get that many. Mm-hmm. This is 100. <laughs> Dish. Here, one more time. We are the people that never said they would make it. And we did make it. So let's all know to run in there. Remember, they can't catch us all. They can't catch us all. <laughs> At that point, one of the guards go, oh, there's only 150 of you. There's only eight of you. We'll get you. There's only eight of them. I got to go. My mom's calling. (laughs) By the way, there was one arrest. Apparently, it was a guy who was trying to pee near the fence. Yeah. Yeah. One arrest. And there you go. You got the, what are you kidding me? Stories of the day. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. This is The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Everybody, welcome back to the show. Send us a selfie right now. Just you know, let us know you're there because you know we're in a studio performing in this void. We know you're there because the ratings just came in. They're really good. So thank you for that. Wow. What? I mean, whoa. What happened? Hey, we appreciate that. It's like people are listening and telling people about this show. Uh, but anyway, send us a selfie and just go to Facebook. Search Follow Fits and just say what's up. There's Drew. Claire is right over there. Right with the youngin. Did you guys hear that uh, Ryan Seacrest? Is basically saying, uh, well, some people thought that he wasn't going to be on American Idol this year. Like this was this was going to be it, but apparently, he just came out and said he will be back to host American Idol. Just one more season, one more season, and then he's saying that's it. Yeah, you know uh, what I say to that? Yeah, they're still Good. doing American Idol. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I thought he already finished his last hosting season no, I, on I American, American Idol. Idol was done. You it's, know what's crazy? Is I, I, I have not watched uh, in this t- true, I, and I you know, I, and I'm a huge TV person. I would say, yeah. I haven't watched American Idol probably in several years. I feel like they took their eye off the ball. When they went off the air for a while and the voice came in, the voice completely mm-hmm. stole their thunder, took away singing competition, plus America's Got Talent. And then they came back and it's like, oh, but we started it. And everyone's like, we're done with you. We're over you. Yeah. I, I just don't feel like it ever regained its power. Tell me about the voice, though. I haven't really jumped into the voice, too. I mean, oh. is it is it a great new? I mean, it's not new anymore. It's been around a long time. It's like on you would love it But I've never really gotten into the voice either. You, you would obsess over it. So the, the idea is like it's a blind. It's a blind test. So you remember on American Idol, they would be like, you don't look like a pop star, though. You don't look like a singer. This time it's all about the voice, right? This time it's nothing but the voice. So you have three to four judges usually. I think it started out with three and now it's four. And they're all turned around and so somebody behind them is singing and then they have to make the judgment whether or not they want them on their team by their voice alone. So half the time you're sitting there just going, push the button! Push it, Blake! Right. And you just want them to pick some of these best singers and then there's people who just are absolutely horrible and you wonder how they made it past the first... (laughs) Wow. First round. So you don't think that we're we're done with singing competitions yet, right? No, I think they're just evolving. As long as there's a new spin on it. Yeah, because I mean, like America's Got Talent, you can sing, but then you can also juggle oh, a- giant flaming swords. Right. You could have a ventriloquist versus a choir versus a folk singer. Yeah, it's crazy. A- right. Yeah, but yeah. It's, it makes yeah. it entertaining again. Right. Something right. else to always keep an eye on, though. Look what they're doing, like in Europe, as far as singing competitions. Mm-hmm. And that means that it'll mm-hmm. probably be over here in six months to a year or a couple mm-hmm. of years. Well, all these shows are originally English. Yeah, shows. that's yeah. true. Right. Yeah. That's true. Right. Yeah, well, even Idol was. You're Idol right. was an English show. Did, yeah. did Simon Cowell start American Idol? Yeah. In he England, brought it yes. here. He and Nigel Lith. What's his name? 
Oh, boy. Uh, Lithgow? No, the other Simon. Oh. Wasn't his name? Oh, yeah, there's another There was Simon. another Simon. Yeah, there's a Nigel somewhere, Fuller. too. Simon Fuller. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's always a Nigel there's when you're talking about Nigel. British TV. Yeah. He was the drummer. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly there's a Nigel somewhere. <laughs> It's the Fit Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. And it was just days ago, a school bus driver in Longview, Washington, was arrested after a student called 911 to report her running red lights while driving. Uh, Catherine McCarron, or McCarron, had driven about 90 children the day she was caught and had been uh, basically swearing at kids on the bus, mm. according to several reports. There were no children on the bus by the time police pulled it over. This is a clip of the 911. 911, oh. what's the address of your emergency? Yeah, hello. My mom isn't talking because she doesn't speak English, but we just got off the bus, me and my friend. And on bus 8, this uh, our bus driver, Catherine, she was drunk. That is just petrifying. Yeah. The and superintendent said the drinking might have occurred between the driver's morning and, uh, and afternoon the morning, shifts. There was no evidence of, of that intoxication. It happened between the morning route and the afternoon route. Well, it's, it's just inexcusable. Yeah, just a parent's worst nightmare. Uh, Claire, you were going to say something? I'm sorry. Well, no. I mean, you know, 911 operators probably get crank calls that sound something like this. Probably all the time, yeah. And mm-hmm. I just want to give kudos to that 911 operator for probably, we didn't hear the whole call, obviously, yeah. but getting enough information mm-hmm. to, to get to the root of the problem. Taking it seriously. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Drew, what about you? Choose your news. Well, the NFL, obviously, uh, full swing. Great uh, weekend full of games this last weekend. A lot of people like to bet on those games. In fact, the most heavily betted game over this last weekend was the uh, Browns and the Rams. Wow. (laughs) People were looking for some action on that game. It took the most money for the weekend. But one better, one single person lost $506,000 betting on the Browns. Who was it? Uh, we don't have a name, oh. but he did. He, the the better didn't bet for them to win. He only bet that the Browns would cover a three point five point spread. Uh, they still had the Rams favored to win, but wow. he thought they could get within three point five points to finish the game. But of course, in that twenty to thirteen loss on Sunday, this guy lost a half a million dollars <gasps> plus. I mean, this oh, is no. a true Baker Mayfield fan right here. And people who play with that amount of money probably, you know, that stuff is probably just like pocket change to them. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, right? I hope. It yeah, you do. Up into his life but all right claire over to you choose your news this is there is no more important story but a new study has found that it is better to hunt for a great parking space than to just (laughs) grab the first one that you see and walk because over the course of your life you will save more time by going for the better spots uh the study found that there are three approaches you drive right up to where you're going hoping you'll find an amazing spot right in front uh then there are people who just grab the first spot they see no matter how far away it is and they walk (laughs) and then there are people who split the difference uh you might not get a terrible spot at the back of the parking lot but you also won't get the best spot and researchers found that the people who split that difference ultimately over the course of their life will waste the least amount of time so the point is Put a little effort into it, but not too much effort yeah. into it. And over time, you will have more time to spare. 
Of course, every time you do find that one parking spot that's right out front, you just go, thank you, Jesus, and just pull right in. <laughs> you do. My girlfriend is so mad because I have the best parking karma. When I pull into a parking lot, spots just open up in front of me, like right, right in the front of the store. She's like, like how does this always happen like what, for you? What like, I call TV cop parking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Oh. Here we go. <laughs> All right, right of the young end, choose your news. Oh, get ready, you guys. I think I got something you're going to be really excited for. Ghostbusters. 2020. Oh, well, I don't know if I'm excited. Tell me about no. it. What are th- what's the one thing that you want out of the next Ghostbusters movie? Bill Murray. Originality, like yeah, a lot of the originals, you know. True. That's what I want. Yeah, a Bill good storyline. Bill Murray has to be in it. Dan Aykroyd. Well, you guys will be happy to know that on set Bill Murray was seen. <gasps> oh, okay. So yes, Bill Murray was He's in Calgary, slimy. Canada. Yeah. And he is shooting for the new Ghostbusters movie. So you can't expect to see Bill Murray in the next Ghostbusters. Sadly, no, Egon. no ghost. Yeah, you will Harold Ramis passed. Egon passed away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, sadly he passed away. But a lot of the old crew, they they were saying like, oh, they might come back. Are they, they bringing any of the lady Ghostbusters back from the last movie? Uh, I think they'd like to sort of forget that one. I think, I think they're too. just filming Although over it. Although you could put Melissa McCarthy in any movie and yeah. watch it. Yeah. I say bring some of them back. Bring Melissa back. Do a different dish of Ghostbusters. That'd right. be great. All right. Fitz happens. Live. 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 This is the Fit Show. Fitz happens live. I don't know if you know this, just days ago. Um, was the 25th anniversary of the debut of Friends. 25. Whoa. 25 years ago. Hard to get around that. Yeah. And and right now, it's kind of interesting. Jennifer Aniston is, is, is amazed that so many young people are still discovering it. That it's continued to have such love and such an audience and such an appetite for it. I think it says a lot about the show, and especially since it takes place at a time where it's so different from now. You know, people actually spoke to each other and hung out with each other and talked. Hmm. I wonder what the friends would be like today with, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. They'd all be seen on TikTok. That, they'd be on that couch at, at Central, Central Perk, Perk all yeah. on Central the phone. Perk. Everyone would be looking down That's at the it. phone they in their That's it. And the waiter wouldn't have a job because they would pre-order all their lattes and stuff and then just go pick them up at the counter. Gunther. Oh. Yeah, Gunther wouldn't have to Gunther. deliver anything Gunther. to them. Yeah. Yeah. Gunther. Yeah. And also, you know, I, I've always been nostalgic about the fact that those nice, you know, young, single, half jobless people could afford that million dollar apartment. How in could New they York afford City. that? Well, remember, that was yeah. that maybe was one her day we'll get the answer. Maybe one day we'll get the answer in That's a friend's right. movie. That but was her nowadays, grandmother's apartment. It would be a $2 million apartment. Yeah. yeah. As they all just worked part time at a coffee shop, and then That's one right. of them, Joey, was a part time actor. I was, I was right. looking on social media just a couple of days ago, and there was a huge uh, thread on Rachel. Wait, Jennifer Aniston played who? Rachel. 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 Yeah. That Rachel mm-hmm. should have ended up with Joey, right? Mm. In the very end. Some people felt that would have made a better love story. I'm like, no. no. Rachel's supposed to be with Ross yeah. forever and ever and ever. Amen. Randy Travis. Mm-hmm. No matter what. Because <laughs> everyone wants a paleontologist. And I, I wouldn't you guys like to see a Friends movie? Everybody else is, I mean, come on. Um, yeah, but not Breaking the big screen. Ba- Breaking Bad is having, yeah. is basically having a big something why not friends because they can't all agree they can't get chandler yeah. back into the mix apparently mm, that's not it what do you, I, i'm these, hearing that's the issue true i don't know maybe you'll argue with me these are not big screen actors 
There are certain actors that can hold a big screen and mm-hmm. certain actors that can hold a television screen. Oh, see, I don't look at it like and that. Yeah, I just think that's crazy. These are television screen but they No, could, they could no. Hold your Netflix they they could absolutely they be movie They can hold your Netflix. If you could hold a screen, you could hold a movie. I mean, acting is acting. I, I wonder if the actors themselves just aren't interested in getting back into those roles. There's so much they money They made in so it. much money at it, but yeah. it, was, it was a lifetime ago. It was, look, 25 years ago. They're probably like, well, I don't want to only be associated with this one character. But yeah. people, my wings. people want, well, they've had 25 years to do it. Yeah, but. And people want resolution but we want to find out what happened to him yeah. show us dim friends <laughs> but the same, show dim friends the same thing happened with seinfeld they refused to do a reunion and they say they never will but they kind of did one on curb your enthusiasm but they'll never do it they just don't want to do it and that's and then you're like well, are we comparing like seinfeld to friends right i mean but also well i mean they're both one of those big shows that yeah, are huge shows. Yeah. yeah without there, there's such a thing as lightning in a bottle, and that time mm-hmm. period yes, in those people's yes. lives, the acting, the directing, the writing, you don't look no further than the Sex in the City movies for what yeah. can go horribly wrong. You know, <laughs> and I so think, true. Was, yeah, you think maybe people just don't care anymore? No, I think the actors look at that example and uh, go, "We don't want to be a part of a train wreck." Yeah. yeah. So unless the script is aces and the director right. knows what they're doing, don't bother. The Fit Show. This happens live. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. Welcome back to the show. I'm on Instagram. Follow Fitz with a Z, and nine out of ten doctors agree that Tuesday is the suckiest day of the week. <laughs> and we agree, we agree too. <laughs> All right. Claire is standing by. Uh, with the Fitz files, the good, the bad, and the gossip, what's it looking like? Kim Kardashian and Kendall Jenner got one of the biggest laughs at the Emmy Awards, but they weren't supposed to. <laughs> I'll tell you about that and run down some of the big awards. Drew is standing by with the Tuesday reality check. You should be asking him the question, why is he on the phone with a foreign leader? Florida police are urgently searching for a missing girl who they say was seen on an Instagram video tied up and crying. All right, so tell me about what, what's going on. This is a terrifying story going on out of Florida. Uh, so a young girl, 16-year-old Destiny Rose, has been missing for about a month. Obviously, her, her family's distraught. They've been looking for her. And then this Instagram video appeared, was sent to her aunt uh, from an account, apparently sort of an anonymous account. Uh, and apparently she appears in the video tied up and crying, tied to a chair. And then there was a man in the video, she says, with a, uh, a flat top haircut and a patch of hair on his chin. And he made some comments to the camera, said if you actually cared about her, you'd get here and get her. And then he ends. So it shows his face. Uh, apparently, or did he says, mean to show his face, or was it like a random message that she might have sent? You know, to just—it's it, such a creepy story. I mean, this wow. is straight out of a horror movie, right? Um, but they're using this information, uh, obviously, putting everything law enforcement has into the investigation to try and get this girl in case she is genuinely in trouble. I mean, there is a chance that there's some kind of hoax involved here, but the family doesn't feel like that's the case, right? You can I mean, you've got to err on the side of of it's yeah, real. Yeah, this is like yeah. a horror movie for the. For yeah. the, the internet era, for the social media era, oh. but it's real. All right, there you go. The Tuesday reality check. It happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the fist files. Ah! 
Critics may have trashed the final season of Game of Thrones, but Emmy voters sure dug it. The show picked up 12 awards, Best Drama, Best Supporting Actor for Peter Dinklage, and 10 Creative Arts Awards in its whole run. It scored 59, the most for a drama all time. Fun fact, Saturday Night Live has the most in history. A show you probably never heard of won Comedy Awards. Amazon's Fleabag won for Best Comedy and star creator Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Best Actress in a Comedy. Other winners were Billy Porter for Pose, Jodie Comer for Killing Eve, one of my favorites, Julia Garner in Ozark, who's just this mm. heartbreaking oh, character. I, I'm right there with you. Did you yeah. see my tweet? I, tweet, I, I tweeted yes. everybody. I tweeted the Hollywood Reporter and said, I need her to play... Bonnie and a brand new Bonnie and Clyde movie right now. Perfect. She was made for it. That's the daughter, she right? She would be perfect. That's, That's the amazing. daughter. Yeah. So and can't you see her as Bonnie? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And writer, cool. our boy Bill Hader, picked up an Emmy for Barry. Yeah, yes. he did. Fantastic show. And wasn't it great seeing like every Game of Thrones together like that all, all on one stage? stage? That was amazing. I know. They all looked fantastic. Yeah. Everybody did. Uh, meanwhile, while presenting an award for reality shows, Kim Kardashian and Kendall Jenner uh, were upstairs up, uh, doing their kind of introduction to it, and uh, they got a little bit laughed at by the audience. (laughs) Our family knows firsthand how truly compelling television comes from real people just being themselves. Telling their stories unfiltered and unscripted. Here are the nominees for Outstanding Competition Series. They were like, why are they laughing? I don't get it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sorry, guys. A and Kardashian has not appeared unfiltered like in ever. 10 years. In te- yeah, yeah, there's no such thing as unscripted and unfiltered. And congratulations to Tyler Rich, who got hitched over the weekend to actress Sabina Gadecki. Check out this guest list, though. John Party was there, UFC fighter Anthony Pettis, and pro fisherman Aaron Britt. Gotta wonder who's on the bride's side and who's on the groom's side there. Plus, NBA star Steph Curry, whose wife was one of the bridesmaids. No kidding. What really? Is he, what is the top UFC fighter and the top fisherman talk about? At UFC? Fishing? I don't know. Maybe the UFC fighter <laughs> likes to fish in his off time. Maybe. Yeah. You gotta do something to unwind after getting your yeah. brains bashed in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Throw that little line out there. Anyway, I would have liked to have been sitting at that table. Mm-hmm. There you go. You got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz Files. Fitz happens. Live. Live. The Fitz Show. Now, there's uh, there's Drew. There is Claire. Cheater, cheater. Where'd you meet that no good white trash? Teach me, teach me. You know, coming off a weekend, a bunch of people probably got busted cheating. You know, it's just sort of the uh, reality of the the world. But how did you catch your cheater? We'd love to hear from you right now, wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. I just want to see how this does. I I have a feeling because our phone's lit up, obviously. Cheater, cheater, how'd you catch a cheater? Oh, we just lost her. Are you for real? Where did she go, Shane? Oh my! She got us scared. I think they're they're scared that we're going to out him, but we'll. Oh no! We, we'll keep yeah, him anonymous. We could absolutely um, change your name. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. yeah, we had her all ready to go, and uh, you know that's okay. Live radio, that stuff's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, get some of those texts right there. Uh, oh. Well, the very first one we got. So th- this goes in the book. Mm-hmm. It says, "Blonde hair in the shower, and I'm a brunette." Oh, Ooh. yikes! Wow. So. 
she had to be wondering, you know, when that happened. Baby, I, I swear. I know lady's hair likes to pile up in the shower. So right. Was it like right on top or no, was this baby. like in the big knot of hair that came out? Baby, exactly. I swear it was the dog. It was the golden retriever. <laughs> yeah. I swear. Yeah. It was Lassie. <laughs> All right. This guy isn't very good at it because this one says, I accidentally saw over his shoulder texting her about how bad he wished he was with her. Mm-hmm. You're texting the side chick while you're in the same room? Oh, have you seen those those photos like when people go to sporting events and stuff and somebody's sitting behind like a cheater uh-huh. and they could see what the individual is texting? There have been many times where the the person behind them oh, have yeah. like snapped I've seen photos that. myself and I, posted. Yes. I've wow. seen a, a person, every time the guy would get up and go, the girl would start texting. Like as soon as he left to go to the bathroom, she'd start texting. And I was reading what she was texting over her shoulder. Uh, again, wow. another dude. Yeah. Feel free to uh, to change your name. You could do that. Just how did you catch your cheater? Kelsey is on. Uh, Kelsey, real quick, original name or different name? That's my original name. Uh, okay. All right. Well, uh, tell me the story about uh, your, your cheater cheater. Uh, well, I went to my boyfriend's house at the time, and we were already having some issues because I know he was talking to other girls, and I actually set him up with a friend of mine named Holly. Okay, hey, wait, um, wait, hey, hey, real quick. No, no, no other names, okay? And and don't don't okay. say your boyfriend's name either. Yeah, I okay. won't. Okay, thank so, you. So, um, we're sitting on the the couch, and I had left, and I had hit her up, and I was like, "Hey, will you do me a favor? I'm pretty sure he's cheating on me. Will you text him and see?" And sure. Fits happens live. <laughs> Fits happens. It's it's the Fit Show. How did you catch your cheater? We'd love to hear from you right now, wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. So let, let's let's sort of re- so recycle. What, uh, we just heard from Kelsey, and what Kelsey told us was she suspected her boyfriend. This is what I got out of it. She suspected her boyfriend, so she basically set up a sting. She had another friend of hers start texting him. It sounded like had a friend come on to him, and he took the bait. Uh, well, I went to my boyfriend's house at the time, and we were already having some issues because I know he was talking to other girls. And I actually set him up. Okay, hey, wait, um, wait, hey, hey, real quick. No, no, no other names, okay? And and don't don't okay. say your boyfriend's name either. Yeah, I okay. won't. Okay, thank so, you. So, um, we're sitting on the the couch, and I had left, and I had hit her up, and I was like, "Hey, will you do me a favor? I'm pretty sure he's cheating on me. Will you text him and see?" And sure. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm. Which that's entrapment. I'm not 100 percent sure that that's okay. But if she already suspected him as a cheater, then no. What do you mean entrapment? Entrapment, the fact, th- entrapment th- is is the law. We're talking about relationships. This is the jungle, man. There's no law. <laughs> <laughs> this is the jungle, baby. Welcome to the jungle. jungle. Break <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're th- you're saying it's entrapment if somebody intentionally throws that temptation. On yeah, someone. And I've, I've heard of this. I've seen it in movies and TV shows where they, they have the gorgeous woman come up and hit on their man to see if he takes the bait. It's like, I mean, if yes, if he takes someone home or if he does, if he goes to the next level, but if he's just you know, appreciating the attention, then yeah. that's not cheating yet. But if you're so, if you're so sure that they're cheating that you're willing to set them up, that might not be the relationship right. for you. Bingo. You might you're just right. want to get out ahead. There's yeah. no trust right. there uh, from, from the start. You're What's saying. the point? Yeah. Right. Yeah. What do you need the proof for? This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. If you don't mind, uh, I'm going to give you a special follow-up. Good stuff follow-up. You guys remember that college student I told you about who who had that I need beer sign? Remember that? At the football game, yeah. That's right. 
Carson King is a college student who held up a sign on ESPN's College Game Day last week asking people to Venmo him money for Bush Light. And he got so many donations, he decided to donate the money to the University of Iowa Children's Hospital. And then it blew up. Last week, he said it was up to $30,000. Wow. But now he's got Bush and Venmo matching all contributions. (gasps) And over the weekend, he announced a total that is much, much higher. Like. Maybe close to $1 million. What? Whoa. $1 million. Right now, with matched contributions, we're at over $822,000. Starting with one case of beer and over $800,000. Originally, they came in from just people watching College Game Day. People caught wind of that. They started donating. Then Bush and Venmo caught wind of it. They're going to match whatever contributions we make. Bush thought this story was so cool. As a little special treat to me, they're sending me a year's supply of Bush Light (laughs) with my my face on on the can. Yeah, that's at least. I think that's great. Did they say they're going to put his face on the can? I don't think they said that. I I think. Oh, I thought they said they're going to put my face on the can. I think one of the commentators said they should put your face on the can. Oh, I got you really excited for a second there. Wow. Beer for a year. That'd be pretty nice. Pretty awesome awesome. for a college student. Yeah. Yeah. Are they judging that on a regular person's beer intake or a college student's (laughs) beer intake? (laughs) How much beer is beer for a year? Right. No kidding. He will be the pride of his dorms. (laughs) (laughs) He might get a date now. Hey, I want to be that kid's roommate. Yeah, no kidding. All right, there you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. It's the Fit Show. Fit happens. Live. Oh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, you guys, I had the chance to interview uh, world famous filmmaker and documentary dude. Ken Burns, and I talked to Ken Burns for like an hour about his brand new documentary called Country Music. Uh, I know that Drew and Claire have already started this documentary. I think, uh, Claire, are you done yet, or is it, is it still going on? Oh, it's still going on. I'm about five episodes in now, yeah. uh, which is uh, ten hours. <laughs> so, <laughs> each yeah, each one's two hours. Two okay. Hours. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and this film really goes in-depth and studies the true origin and history of of country music. So I've kind of asked Claire to give us a little country class and oh. like start with a little history of, of country music. What have we learned from this? Country music is the story of America. Mm. It's amazing. Uh, it Right from the very beginnings of our country in the 1600s and 1700s, these musical instruments that came over from Europe and then the musical instruments that came over from Africa, the banjo, right, came from Africa. Oh. All of these things have been going back and forth and back and forth for all of these years Uh, and influencing each other. But what separates country music from rock or blues or soul is the story. Country music is a story of people. It's nostalgia. You want to go back to a time. You may not have experienced that time. You want to go back to that little white church, even if you never had a little white church in your life, right? Yeah. And that is what makes country music is the story. Uh, whether Whether you're a small town person or a big town person longing for a time, and that that is what it is. That is the essence of, of country music, and I think we all know that. Every the best songs are stories. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, and and what those lyrics say, mm-hmm. you know, How I they know make you feel. Yeah, right. I know we all have those lyrics. Right. Uh, each of us that just you know really move us in right. country music and the classics. Remember the first time you heard "I'm So Lonesome I Could Cry." And then yeah. you find, you learn the story of Hank Williams. Wow. 
and how he lived. That's a powerful episode. How he lived and how he died, which is tragic. Uh, and you you learn about people like uh, well, you Jimmy, sh- we, Jimmy Rogers. Jimmy Rogers mm. also. Will tragic. you share? Will yeah. you share that with us uh, tomorrow around this time? The story Absolutely. of what happened to yeah to Hank Williams. We'll talk about Hank tomorrow and and Just, the legacy he left behind in such a short time. Drew, as you've started uh, country music, what is it that you've picked up so far about kind of what Claire was talking about the origin and and the true history? Yeah, I think it's really interesting that country music. Well, first off, it wasn't even really called country music until the right at the beginning of the fifties. They didn't know what to do with it, so initially they kind of decided to call it hillbilly music mm-hmm. right and it was on the charts as hillbilly music sure and a lot of the artists didn't like that they were actually kind of offended by it. some of them embraced it some of them didn't like it because they thought it like cheapened their craft it's kind of like redneck right now you know some people mm-hmm. own it i'm proud to be redneck and some people are still hey that, you know that's offensive right yeah, so right yeah. in the beginning of 50s uh, variety decided to name it country and western they gave it a name and that's what stuck ever since but one thing i found really interesting is it's always been something that people who are drawn to the storytelling and what it's about adopted the craft of then hillbilly music, country music. They basically put themselves into it. They weren't necessarily from the haulers of Virginia. Some of them were from New York. Some of them were from Michigan. Some of them from wherever. But they identify with the music, so they became the music. They moved into it. And he tells you, you know, by moving Ken- into a country lifestyle, would yes. you say? Well, by touring the South, by, right. by yeah. touring, you know, between Texas and Louisiana and Mississippi. Because and they that. wanted, like Claire said, they wanted to capture that feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Of knowing what it was like to live in the country. Things I love about him as a documentarian is when they're showing you, a, when they're talking to a person, like they're interviewing somebody, they show you where they're from. Yeah, it says oh. Tennessee. Right? Tennessee, yeah. Michigan, yeah. California. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so cool. Wow. A little bit of country everywhere. Oh, yeah. Country, uh, countrywide. All right. So uh, part two of the history of country music tomorrow around this time. <laughs> this is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. Now back to more Fitz. Fitz. It happens live. Live. F-I-T with a Z. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but, you know, the big storm Area 51 event was supposed to happen on Friday. But after 2 million people RSVP'd on Facebook, only a handful showed up. We've been discussing this on the show for a while now. I believe that we are not alone. Uh, one estimate put around uh, put it around about 120 people showed up to the Area 51 invasion. And then on Saturday, a YouTuber uh, uh, was apparently wielding a plunger like a sword who pretended to charge the gates. There was one arrest. It was a guy who went up to the, the fence and, and took a little TT. Yeah. And that was that. I thought it'd be appropriate since we are transmitting not only radio waves, but we are transmitting digital waves to the universe. We also know that there are radio frequencies that have been detected from Mm -hmm. black holes everywhere around outer space. I repeat, radio waves coming Mm -hmm. out of black holes. Mm -hmm. With that, I would like to send our audio message to the aliens. Uh, right at the end, you go ahead and begin, and we'll just kind of go around. And feel free to say whatever you want to say to the aliens. We're going to oh. obviously make sure that this is submitted to the uh, you know, to the galaxies. Go ahead. Well, you guys know how strongly I felt about this. So yeah. I expressed myself in only one way I knew how. I wrote a haiku. Sure. Oh, nice. It's called Hear Me From The Stars. Longing for the stars above. You didn't show, but neither did we. Please come back for me. Deep spirit fingers. I just want to go on the mothership, guys. Aliens, it's Fitz, leader of Earth. (laughs) 
don't laugh, don't laugh. <laughs> they won't buy it then. The Pentagon says the program was shut down in 2012. Who believes that? You know that we will not quit pursuing you. We are too curious. We are too persistent. And we know that you are here. How else do you explain all those alleged sightings, including the video from a 2004 encounter between the Navy F-18, Super Hornet, and a UFO? And I'm going to quote the Navy pilot. There's a whole fleet of them. They're all going against the wind. It's something out of this world. My little green friends, please show yourselves. Truthfully, aren't you getting tired of just flying around the planet playing hide-and-seek? little incentive. How about we throw in a couple of iPhone X's? Would that help you? I know Stephen Hawking said contacting each other would be a bad idea. But let's cut the chase. We're here. You're here. It's time to meet. Drew, go ahead. I need to go? Oh, okay. Claire, go. Dearest aliens, please come back. We miss you. We have so much to learn from you. We know you've been here because of your great works like the pyramids of Giza Mm. and the roof at T-Mobile Park, which is so quiet when it opens and closes. We know that you have had contact with our animal species, your amazing creations like the giraffe and Mm. also the house cat, who I know speak to you at 2 o'clock in the morning. We have so much more. Your cats are speaking to aliens? Every day at 2 o'clock. Am I right, Ryder? Yeah, we've witnessed this. Absolutely. This is what house cats do. The aliens put them here specifically to communicate with us. We love them. They can vouch for us now. And after all these millennia, it's time for you to return and share more of your knowledge with mm. us. We need you. Do you want to throw in some free iPhone Xs? No, I think they're a little beyond the iPhone X. I wonder if people might be thinking they're... you're the crazy cat lady right now. You think? <laughs> I mean, if you got a cat talking to UFOs, put that on YouTube. Everyone who owns a cat already knows they talk to UFOs fits. This and is, I this is not breaking news. And do they know that cats try to kill you at night? Yeah, they don't try to kill you, but they would eat you when you were dead. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the aliens. Drew, who doesn't really believe in aliens or anything we're talking about. Right. Go ahead and send your audio message to the aliens. They're gonna hear this. Yeah, dear aliens, you fill our hearts with imagination and hope. You allow our imaginations to escape the confinement of our own solar system. You make it okay to imagine a world beyond the stars, a perfect dream world without troubles and difficulties of our own. You do all this because you are imagining. Lame! Yeah, I don't think we should put that part in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you hear that? You Drew just, made this all up. Aliens, Drew just called you imaginary, so I'd like to nominate him for one of your first probings when... I think they've learned all they need to learn from probing. Oh, no. You're going to go on a I think we've learned that what what probing (laughs) victims really are is people who had a heck of a Saturday night and didn't want to explain it straight. Didn't want to tell them exactly uh, what happened. They probe you. They're not going to want to come back to Earth. Are you available to cat sit this weekend? (laughs) The truth is You are straight up inviting the aliens to... Just have their way with yeah. you. And, and I'm not worried about it one bit because uh, imaginary All right. devices don't hurt. All right. <laughs> oh, you, know, you want a bat? F-I-T was a Z. It's the Fit Show. Break it up, son, and break out the rowdy. Now back to the Fit Show. Fit happens. Live. Oh, this is interesting. You know, a couple minutes ago we were just reading an honor message to the aliens. Uh, because we're we're sending it up there to the aliens, you know, and Drew basically made a comment that the aliens were imaginary; they didn't exist. Drew, 
We have an alien on the hotline right now who who, who heard the transmission and wants to say something to you. His name is Xfire. Is our, uh, is our universal translator X-R-I- working? No, his name is X-R-I- and he is from. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm pretty positive. Okay, okay, gotcha. And he's from Planet uh, uh, X fourteen seven. Oh, oh boy, there he is now. Hello, is this Hey, This is good pronunciation on the name, by the way. Thank you very much. Is this the Fitz? <laughs> yes, it is. Did you we hear? Have you received your transmission. Thank you. We were hoping you'd receive the transmission. Did you hear that one guy from Des Moines, Burien area, named Drew, who was saying that you're fake, you're imaginary, all that good stuff? Yes, I only have one thing to say to him. Yes. If I am fake, then so is your mother. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. Hey, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for all the social media participation. Pretty good for a Tuesday. Everybody reaching out. Go to Facebook, search Follow Fits. Two words, Follow Fits. With a Z, we're getting ready to go straight out of country, and I'm going to tell you about one of the strongest dudes in country music because we were just finding out that one country music star broke what? Drew, guesses. The world's strongest man weightlifting championship Absolutely record. incorrect. You said he was strong. Absolutely. He's very strong, okay. and you might be going down the, the right path Ooh, on that. Interesting. Claire, what about you? Broke a tree trunk in half. That is absolutely incorrect, Claire. <laughs> I mean, that would be strong. Okay. I, I concede. That's Batman Maybe strong. That is a little bit overkill. Maybe I should have said like a, a piece of bamboo. Okay. All right. Right of the youngin. What did a massive country star break? Uh, Renee Zellweger's heart. Good guess, but that is not true. I'll tell you in just a couple of minutes. Drew is standing by right now with the Tuesday reality check. Number one was, of course, Downton Abbey. Total of 31 million worldwide. It is already sitting at 61 million dollars. And then, okay, so did they just really say that Downton Abbey beat Rambo: Last Blood or whatever? Yes. It was? So the, the the good people at the Abbey kicked Rambo's butt, believe it or not, <laughs> and by a yep. huge margin. Rambo was third place. Uh, and Brad Pitt beat Rambo this weekend <laughs> in Ad Astra. And, and I actually are the called senior it. citizens once I called it. And it was right. Are, are, are the baby boomers not going out to the movies anymore? That could be a big part. Or if they are, uh, yeah. uh, they're picking Downton Abbey. They're picking uh, I would English rather see an 80-year-old wisecracking Maggie Smith than an 80-year-old wisecracking Sylvester Stallone. What about Tuppence? What's her <laughs> Also good. Tuppence. <laughs> Mrs. Tuppence. Tuppence. Tuppence Middleton. Uh, yes. They should have been 17 so, during Downton Abbey. Apparently, the Crawlings have bigger guns than, than Rambo himself. Well, uh, you know, Ad the, Astra came in at 19.2 million, and Rambo came in at even 19 million. My, hey. my guess it, Chapter is that, 2 came in behind them at 17. It, Not a bad showing, though. Those two? Yeah. Wow. Not my a bad showing for Rambo, though. Yeah, it's okay. Rambo, yeah. I think, will go on to become a great cult classic. But I think I'm glad they, that this is Last Blood because it's time to. to wrap do you it up. think it honestly yeah. has to do, and we talked about this a couple of days ago, do you think it has to do with. This the the expansion of Sylvester Stallone's head. No. Why people didn't go to the movie because he's done a lot oh. of HGH and because testosterone. Because they couldn't fit in the movie theater. No, I'm just saying maybe people. It was it was noticeably 
larger there's and no, expanded. Maybe people aren't used to that. There's no yeah. longer an attraction to go see Sylvester Stallone on a big screen when it's his entire head. Do you see what I'm saying? The, I do, that yeah. his head has gotten a little bigger. No, from, it has. We yeah, just for sure. have so many better action oriented movies to go see that I'm not going to drop 15 to 20 or more dollars for a bad action oriented movie. So you, I'll just wait for the next you Avengers. You'd rather see The Rock instead of, of an I aging would much Sylvester. I'd rather see The Rock. Yeah. yeah. Much yeah, there's rather something see to it. A lot of people still like to yes. see the old guy kick some butt, though. Yeah, but I. Seen it. <laughs> I, yeah, it's a 40 year old premise now. It's probably time to put it. All right, there you go. <laughs> well, then you tweet him and tell him that because I'm, I'm not going to be the one to do it. I'm not going to be the one to do it. We'll let Ryder do it. All oh, right, no. there you go. That's the Tuesday reality check. Now it's the Fit Show. Straight out of country. All right. Um. You know, we're about to go straight out of country and a, a little uh, parental advisory right now because, it, I mean, it's not like it's crazy, but it's just a, a scary sound. Um, Riley Green, country artist Riley Green. Do you know that he was arm wrestling an individual years ago and he snapped his arm? No. Ah! In an arm wrestling match. He broke the other guy's arm? Yeah. I oh, no. That, no. You know what's crazy is it's quite common in arm wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, in arm wrestling, you just have to know when to give up. Because if you don't give up, what's going to happen? You're going to get your arm broken if you don't, mm-hmm. you know, fold or give yeah. up at the right time. It seems like it, it seems yeah. like it should be impossible. You shouldn't be able to apply enough. Two thousand pounds per square inch, I believe, is what it takes to break bone. Wow. Oh, I think it's a lot, probably less than that. But also, but can we Google it? We should probably if it check. Goes- it depends yeah. on 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 the snapback, I guess, as it were. And the snapback <laughs> from the point at which you lose, what part of the arm breaks? Oh, it sounds horrible. Yeah. Oof. Have you ever seen uh, one of the greatest movies of all time called Over the Top with yes, Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone? Stallone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, featuring the hit song. Uh-huh. Meet me up there, ding, 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 across the sky. Da, 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 da. Is it we'll no be lost to only you and I? Are you sure that's from Over the Top? Yep. You so sure that, that's that one is from one of the Top Gun movies? Positive. That is <laughs> Sylvester Stallone Over the Top because remember he's going through a custody battle with his kid and the kid comes with him to watch his dad arm wrestle. Mm. See, it's like the coolest thing ever for a kid yeah. on your weekend trips to go watch wow. dad. And anyway, this is Riley Green, country artist Riley Green arm wrestling. Oh, we get to... Okay. Two, one, Listen. go! God. Oh, that was a forearm. Oh, that was no. a forearm. Yeah. Oh. So, oh. Snap, Dang. crackle, pop. <laughs> One, go! Why'd you turn that, it on the headphones? Why did you play it twice? That was because people need to know today the sound of a forearm breaking. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. And be careful because it only takes 25 pounds of pressure to break See, a bone. I knew it was like it 25 that pounds. Maybe enough to break a bone. It depends on the bone and the health of the bone. Well, we know it's not 2,000. More importantly, Fitz was absolutely right. Meet Me Halfway by Kenny Loggins <laughs> is from the Sylvester Celebrity. It happens live. Real. Oh, oh my God. Funny. What the heck does happen? Pick it up. The Fitz Show. We 
want you to set this show as the number one button on your preset. Set it and forget it. Right now. See? See that number one button right there on your preset on uh, on the good old car stereo there? Well, hold your finger out there and hold that button down till it beeps. That is what makes you a P1 by setting this show as, as your preference one button. Yeah, that's all it takes to be a P1. You hear us talking about P1s all the time. Well, those are all the lucky and wonderful individuals who have locked us in on that number one preset and they never take it off. And that's how you, too, can become a P1. We're a very open show. We like to talk about stuff that's going on in our lives and stuff. Uh, my name is Fitz. There's Drew. There's Claire. There's Ryder the Youngin. And you, you guys know that new Chris Lane song? Like, what's your sign? Oh, you know. What's your day? What's your birthday? Yeah. Well, there's a, a there's a wonderful lyric in it. Yeah. Uh, it, it talks about what's your uh, your favorite Bible verse. Yes. You know, tattoo. Tattoo. What's, yeah. What's your Bible, Bible verse tattoo, tattoo on your say? wrist? Say? Yeah. Yeah. And so I I happen to throw out that maybe I'm thinking about you know I've always wanted to get a tattoo but but maybe what if I wanted to get my favorite Bible verse tattoo and. Drew, you 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 had a major issue with that, and I like yeah. to know what your was it the fact that it was a Bible verse, no, or the it, fact that I was getting a tattoo, the tattoo. It, I mean, it's just it's. You, I think you're past the point when you're past the new tattoo window or the first tattoo window. Put it that Are way. You, really though, yeah. really, like Tim McGraw didn't get his first tattoo till. Well, you know, I think there's there's a lot of reasons people get tattoos. Yeah, Tim got his. I think after you know he he became sober and mm-hmm. was going through sobriety stuff. Uh, you know what? I'll modify my answer because you do bring up a good point there. If you have some major life change, uh, a, a loss, a new, a, a whole new direction, something major that changed your life, it might be okay to do some kind of a uh, notation, some kind of a, a memory keeper reminder. But, but just because you, te- you feel how like are you it- telling me what's good for my body, how are you mm-hmm. telling me that? Just, and how it, do you it, know about my experience? Huh? It, it's just good common sense. Don't make, <laughs> don't make. Uh, long-term permanent decisions in the temporary. Oh, I understand that. Temporary feelings. But, so you're trying to say at the age of 39 plus 2 that <laughs> I couldn't get a sleeve or something if I wanted to? Oh, that'd be a terrible As idea. As a 39-year-old man? Yeah. yeah. Because sleeves are already on their way out. You don't want to be the last guy getting on that the train. That is so not true. I see somebody, and my wife, my wife doesn't get mad when I talk about this. My, I've always wanted my wife to get a tattoo. I... <laughs> I see so many amazing and beautiful women with sleeves, and I feel like they're just coming back in style. No, they just, women just started getting into them as uh, the guys have kind of moved on. You remember guys when you used to see a dude on. with a sleeve and you thought like, well, way back when, like that guy's either a biker or he just got out of the joint. Like that guy's a tough guy. Now you see the the little wiener making coffee down at the Starbucks with a sleeve. You know, like, that to guy's do not with- tough at all. Wow, Drew. What am I to you? <laughs> Sorry, right? <laughs> what, what about ladies with tattoos, though? You're you're saying those are just th- those are out of style now? Are you kidding? I, I do. Every, feel every, like- every every everybody's got their thing. There's just as many guys who like women with tattoos as, as sure. guys who don't. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's a personal. I I think most of the ladies who get sleeves who get significant amount of tattoos are going to regret it. Did you have a grandma who was mean to you who had tattoos no, or a babysitter? However, my grandfather does have a little has a little tattoo on his forearm, yeah. and it's so blurred now you yeah. can't see what it used to even be. He has to tell you, and then you kind of squint. You go like, I guess that could be a little. What scroll. year did he get that in? 1945. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, you know what's crazy is I can't believe I threw. <laughs> out, I'm, I'm thinking about maybe getting my favorite Bible verse tattoo, and, and and you didn't even ask me what my favorite Bible verse was. You won't be able to read it in a couple years anyway. Yeah, you will. That's the point. Is my wrist going to sag that much? It blends into your skin. It, it continually, mm. your skin continually <laughs> right. regenerates we'll be, around it. We'll be right back.
the one and only. This is the Fit Show. And now, and here's now, my and daddy. Now, it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Yes, folks, I am here as I begin now with a story out of the Lone Star State. That's the state of Texas. Hungry, hungry hippo. <laughs> a couple's online post showing their gender reveal party is under fire at a Texas zoo because the zoo offered to let them use their hippo from the Nile named Tank by throwing a watermelon full of colored jello in his mouth. So what they had, they had a massive watermelon with jello in the middle of it. Mm. Blue for a boy, pink for a girl. Uh, in the clip I'm about to play for you, you could hear him getting ready, and then they throw the watermelon, right? And the chomping from Tank starts obviously going on, then the cheering. Many people from the protection of hippos communities are, are, yeah, well, sure, animal protected protection people. That surprised yeah. me because you know hippos are the deadliest animal on earth. Mm. Right. I believe they kill more people every year than any other but animal. They do. Than chihuahuas? Mm-hmm. Even chihuahuas. Guess wow. what, though? They do like watermelon. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know. As an alternative to eating people. Yeah. Is that a bad thing? So I'd like to know from you guys, do you think it's a bad thing to throw watermelons full of jello at hippos this for gender reveals? This was at a reveals? zoo, right? Yes. The zoo people know what they're doing. <laughs> if hippos eat watermelons uh-huh. and all jello is is gelatin and water uh-huh. and maybe a little sugar. Maybe I'm a little jello for the hippo. Pretty sure yeah. that they're okay with that. It sounds like a treat. Like it's dessert. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. People are going crazy on social media. There's no jello they, in the, the wild. The hippo is being used <laughs> for for hits and clicks and for YouTube purposes and stuff like that. Here, let's let's hear what the audio sounds like. Maybe, maybe the audio could tell us just a little more. Yeah, there we go. Right here. There you go. Are you ready? Got to hurry. Oh! oh my God. <laughs> yes! Yes! Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> donkey a in the bag. Was it a donkey in the bag? That's the emotional support okay, donkey. Go. I love it. Are you ready? Gotta hurry. Oh, oh my God. Yes. yes! Yes! By the way, it's a boy. Yeah, oh, I, you can tell you from the dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Thank God. Because <laughs> he shouted, yes, 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 not like, all right. Yeah. So you're, oh, you're, that's going to be expensive. You're saying the hippo really enjoyed this. This is a yes. treat. Yes. Yeah. I think yeah. this is a great day for the hippo. This is like complaining about throwing a dog a piece of cheese. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, no, don't do that. <laughs> don't give those kids ice cream. They wouldn't like it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. The Fitz Show. He's hilarious. The good. The bad. And the gossip. These are the Fitz Files. Critics may have trashed the final season of Game of Thrones, but Emmy voters sure dug it. The show picked up 12 awards, Best Drama, Best Supporting Actor for Peter Dinklage, and 10 Creative Arts Awards in its whole run. It scored 59, the most for a drama all time. Fun fact, Saturday Night Live has the most in history. A show you probably never heard of won Comedy Awards. Amazon's Fleabag won for Best Comedy and Star Creator Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Best Actress in a Comedy. Other winners were Billy Porter for Pose, Jodie Comer for Killing Eve, one of my favorites, Julia Garner in Ozark, who's just this mm. heartbreaking oh, character. I, I'm right there with you. Did you yeah. see my tweet? I tweet. I, did, I tweeted yes. everybody. I tweeted the Hollywood Reporter and said, I need her to play 
Bonnie and a brand new Bonnie and Clyde movie right now. Perfect. She was made for it. That's the daughter, she right? She would be perfect. That's, That's the amazing. daughter. Yeah. So and, can't you see her as Bonnie? Oh, oh yeah. And writer, our boy Bill Hader, picked up an Emmy for Barry. Yeah, yes. he did. Fantastic show. And wasn't it great seeing like every Game of Thrones together like that all, all on one stage? stage? That was amazing. I know. They all looked fantastic. Yeah. Everybody did. Uh, meanwhile, while presenting an award for reality shows, Kim Kardashian and Kendall Jenner uh, were upstairs up, uh, doing their kind of introduction to it, and uh, they got a little bit laughed at by the audience. Our family knows firsthand how truly compelling television comes from real people just being themselves. Telling their stories unfiltered and unscripted. Here are the nominees for Outstanding Competition Series. They were like, why are they laughing? I don't get it. Uh-huh. Yeah, sorry, yeah. guys. A and Kardashian has not appeared unfiltered like in ever. 10 years. In te- yeah, yeah, there's no such thing as unscripted and unfiltered. And congratulations <laughs> to Tyler Rich, who got hitched over the weekend to actress Sabina Gadecki. Check out this guest list, though. John Party was there, UFC fighter Anthony Pettis, and pro fisherman Aaron Britt. Gotta wonder who's on the bride's side and who's on the groom's side there. Plus, NBA star Steph Curry, whose wife was one of the bridesmaids. No kidding. What really? Is he, what is the top UFC fighter and the top fisherman talk about? At UFC? Fishing? I don't know. Maybe the UFC fighter <laughs> likes to fish in his off time. Maybe. Yeah. You gotta do something to unwind after getting your yeah. brains bashed in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Throw that little line out there. Anyway, I would have liked to have been sitting at that table. Mm-hmm. There you go. You got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz files. Fitz happens. Live. Live. Real. I love that he is for real. Funny. Oh, he's amazing. He's hilarious. He has the best personality ever. If I could marry him, I would. The Fitz Show. Welcome to the show, you guys. It's that time of year. It's that time of year. Pumpkin Spice is here. Pumpkin Spice is here. I can't wait to drink. Mm-mm. I can't wait to drink. Mm-mm. I go to Starbucks twice a day. Starbucks twice a day. To get a pumpkin spice latte. Pumpkin spice latte. They may say it's crazy. But I say it's okay. Mm-mm. With that, folks, you knew it had to happen. Last week oh. we had the. <laughs> oh, man. Just hit me. Last week we had the Little Miss Back to School pageant. This week it's Little Miss Pumpkin Spice. All right. Yay, I'm so excited. Claire. Who won Little Miss? <laughs> hey now. Everyone's a winner. Who won Little Miss Back to School? I think it was Claire who won. It, Claire it by a landslide. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Well, folks, yeah. it's now time for Little Miss Pumpkin Spice, where you make the decision at home, work, in the car. You decide who wins the unbelievable coveted position of Little Miss Pumpkin Spice. It is that time of year. Claire, we're going to begin with you. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, yesterday was the official first day of fall. How did you celebrate? And how would you like to see others celebrate fall? I raked up a pile of leaves and I rolled around in it. Because I love the smell of leaves and mm. the raking of the leaves. And then I went in the house and I had a pumpkin spice latte. I really love the way you answered that. Thank you. Yay! Thank you Thanks. very much. I'll golf clap that. Okay. Hey, Ryder the Youngin, over to you, sir. What's up? Ryder the Youngin, if you were little, little Miss Pumpkin Spice, <laughs> you know, we need you to be a good, honest individual. Can you tell us about the biggest challenge that you've ever overcome in your life? Uh, the biggest challenge I ever overcame in my life. Man, that's really putting me on the spot. I have to think about what the worst part well, of my life Lil was. Well, Little Miss Pumpkin Spice is put on the spot. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I guess the biggest challenge in my life was dealing with my mom's health. 
And, uh, you know, she has a bad heart. She's gone through cancer treatments a few times and having to constantly adjust growing up because there was always new problems that came up. But we always figured out a way to kind of face it head on and make sure that she stayed healthy and happy. Very nice. Oh, is that a good answer? Yeah. yeah. Right. I love the way you answer that. You're so positive. Good right. man. So positive. Drew. Over yeah. to you. Here it comes. It's a little Miss Pumpkin Spice. Drew. Yes. What do you do when someone borrows something then forgets to return it several times? Well, uh, you know, to give is to be part of a community. So I, I think depending on how important it was to me, I, if they need it, if they're still using it, I'm going to let it slide. However, if I find that they've uh, just what? Say it. discarded it. If you it, find what, Drew, what are you going to do to them? I'm going to come and get it back from their place. Like, you don't keep my stuff at your house. Are you right? going to OJ Simpson it? Sure. Yeah. And, th- and this is why I don't loan things out because people they, people have no respect anymore and they'll take your things, they'll treat it like their own, they'll yeah. trash it. Like, I treat my things nicely. Drew. I don't want Drew. anyone else Drew. to this is very This is very negative for Low Miss Pumpkin Spice. Were, we talked about this. I was being honest. Though. You were doing so well. Okay. Doesn't honestly, All right. like, that's the number one policy. All right. You decided, huh? I liked your answer. Who deserves to get Little Miss Pumpkin Spice. Uh, we're going to be doing this, you know, obviously throughout the week, I guess. Unless we get sick of it. <laughs> and uh, w- w- at the end of the week, we'll, we'll tally up the votes. Where you decide at home, who will be awarded Little Miss Pumpkin Spice? This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. Oh, yeah. Everybody, what's up? What have we learned today? Wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, let us know what you picked up from our show today. Uh, we were doing a segment called Straight Out of Country, and I found out that Riley Green, there is video that has surfaced when he was arm wrestling a dude back in the day and completely snapped the dude's forearm. I'm not even kidding. And whenever he did it, you could see Riley Green like jump back like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just did that. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Boy, That's that arm wrestling. Like. Mm-hmm. There's a great movie out there about arm wrestling if you want to watch it. I've, I've often thought about completely qu- quitting what I do, just traveling the country, pulling up to truck stops, and just doing arm wrestling tournaments. Even have after you, seeing this Riley Green video, yeah. still I accept think, the challenge. Have you seen the dudes that compete professionally in arm wrestling? <laughs> oh, yes. yeah. They're yes. like They're mountains petrified. with legs. Yeah. No. No. Else you should do? They've got the one Popeye arm. You one arm com- is ripped. Yeah. Combine that with uh, bouncing, and you could also relive Roadhouse. You could relive oh my Roadhouse God, I would love and that. Over the yeah, top I could together. Be like the, I thought you'd be bigger. I could be like the arm wrestling Patrick Swayze. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> A singing, dancing, arm wrestler. Hey, you know what? Bouncer. <laughs> it's you, bitch. I've always wanted to do that. Throw some dirty dancing in there, too. Why not? Yeah. You can also Absolutely. be the, a dancing, arm wrestling I feel a breath in my face. Okay, hey, Drew, what about you? What have we learned today? I learned that apparently aliens don't believe my mom either. Fitz <laughs> <laughs> doesn't believe my mom. Aliens don't believe my mom. But that's okay, because I don't believe in them. Either. So we're good. Yeah. What Drew is saying is basically, we, we wrote uh, a letter, an audio message to aliens and sent it out into the world on the show today, just in case you missed it. Mm-hmm. Uh People are going to remember that. Claire, what about you? What have we learned today? Well, I learned that the college kid who held up the sign because he wanted people to Venmo and beer money yes. has now raised nearly a million dollars for charity, which yeah. is giving to a, a children's hospital, not only matched by Venmo and the folks who made Bush Light, but there's now a Bush Light can with his picture on it. Go Carson. That's pretty amazing. And he's gotten a year's supply. Yeah, which for a college Bush. kid is what? Case? 
a truckload. <laughs> a truck. Can we send him a message, see if we can get him on the show? A couple of cases. Yeah, let's see if we can do that. Ryder the Young, and what about you? What have we learned today? Oh, today on the show, I learned that Drew does not like anybody with tattoos or no. tattoos in general. Especially Ryder, Bible versus tattoos. It hurt that's my feelings. It hurt my feelings, liked, too. I thought he liked, you know, I thought he liked me, but apparently my tattoos make it. Like, I'm going to look bad, apparently. What kind of tattoos do you have? Where's your tattoo? I've got my Batman and Joker tattoos. i got a Blink-182 tattoo. I'm going to do a lot more. Are you, uh, yeah, you, you plan to get more? What are you going to oh, get yeah. next? Oh, well, I'm going to end up doing, like, a whole villain sleeve on my left side, and then all Batman stuff on my right side. Oh, very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, then. Boy, that... Because I think they look cool. The new Joker looks so good. Are we all going to go uh, watch that as a show? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm piggybacking off of Drew. When is that going to be? <laughs> uh, comes out in two weeks, I think. Yeah. Okay. Everybody have a great day. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Claire. I'm Ryder the Youngin'. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fitz Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.